Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. We're now live. Oh, hi there, everybody. Good to see you all. Hope you're having a great week. Welcome to Jordan and Kristen's 100th episode together. We want to thank you. First of all, Kristen's got her 100th thing there. As you can see, Kristen and I are both 100 and fabulous. Obviously, these decorations are meant for somebody who actually turned 100 years old. And someday Kristen and I will uh, need these. But in the meantime, we're using them to celebrate um, 100 episodes together, which is pretty great because we just started this in March. And uh, I just, I remember praying with Kristen one night and thinking, she's so great at praying that obviously she was meant for the entire world to hear it. Uh, but I never would have thought that in a span of three or four months, really, that we'd have, we developed 50,000 followers or more than that now. And, um, you know, have done a hundred podcasts already on Facebook and have prayed for just how many thousands of people at this point, Chris, I mean, it's really just incalculable. So, uh, you know, thank you guys for, for joining us all these times. We hope that it's been helpful to you and enlightening. And, uh, it, you know, it's really been, it's really been our, our privilege and our pleasure and we're going to keep doing them. Now, here's the thing though. Um, when we started this, the pandemic was just starting to take place and everybody's life was getting interrupted. And now things are a little bit more back to normal. And so Chris and I are going to start doing the show just Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And we're still going to do live episodes Wednesdays and Fridays. And our pre-recorded episodes are going to be on Mondays. And we're going to get to everybody's prayers. But in addition to this, Chris and I have a few other projects that we want to do, ministry-oriented, uh, various things. And you know, we've talked in the past about doing devotionals and stuff like that. And I need to be able to dedicate more time to doing, um, you know, post-show production, really to get the the audio podcast up on iTunes and things like that. Uh, and, you know, there's some some writing projects that we have. So we're going to be doing this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from now on. But on on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're still going to have watch parties. And like I said, we've got, this is our 100th episode. And so there's there's no shortage of videos on the page that you guys can also watch. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Kristen. And um, thank you. <laughs> And also, we're just we're going to continue answering all your prayers, so don't worry about that. So again, guys, listen. Thank you for the hundred episodes that you've been with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's it's really very encouraging. All the prayers that we've had for us. When I started the prayer page, when Chris and I started, we never thought of it as a page where people would be praying for us. But we get so many um, so many prayers from you guys and so many blessings, and we're just so very thankful for it. Kristen, did you want to say anything? Yeah, I just think it's amazing how, in the short span of time, like you said, we get so blessed. I, we get so encouraged by, by your prayers, by your faith, and then to get all these, not only have we had so many prayers, but we've already had so many praise reports. And it's really encouraging to our faith uh, to have that. So thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the praise reports. Thank you for just all of your love and support. And we are so excited for what's ahead. Praise mm-hmm. God. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Dario says, Jordan, be careful with that tiara. Okay, well, I will be. It's actually, it's uh, actually says a hundred. It's not just some random tiara. It's a hundred. But 
anyway, guys, listen, we really appreciate it. And, you know, even though we're going from five days a week to three days a week, we're doing this really to expand the ministry even more and expand um, the amount of ways in which we're going to be able to help people. All right. And so we'll have certainly updates on that um, as the days and weeks come. Anyway, I want to get to our message tonight. Let me take this off so people can take me seriously. Give me one second here. Yes. <laughs> I know, take you seriously. Right, yeah, well, more so than now anyway. Right. <laughs> My stash. Oh, he's dethroned. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, so here's what we're going to talk about tonight. Since it's our 100th episode, I want to talk to you about prosperity because it's something that we get a lot of questions about, a lot of prayers about. And I was debating somebody the other day about whether or not the Bible supports the prosperity gospel. And it. let me start by saying, prosperity is absolutely biblical. If you read the Bible, you can't go a page or two without it talking about you being prosperous, okay? But let me be clear about what that means, because I think a lot of people have kind of distorted the message over time. Prosperity doesn't necessarily mean having your own private jet and your own private island and your own 300-foot yacht and all these things, okay? That's living large. That's, that's opulence, things like that. Now, there are definitely people who God blesses that way and God bless them. But what we're talking about in terms of prosperity is, number one, being successful in what you do, having your needs met, and living an abundant life, okay? So it is absolutely part of the biblical doctrine for you to be prosperous. And and what I mean by an abundant life is not just having enough for yourself, but having so much that you can be a blessing to other people. It's one of the reasons I close every show by saying, be blessed and be a blessing, because I think we lose sight of that a lot. You know, we pray to God and we, we talk about, God, do this, do this, do this for me. But we have to also focus on what we can do for other people. All right. And what you have to understand is, yes, God wants you to prosper. And the Bible is full of verses about that. If you, if you are not, if you don't believe in prosperity doctrine, then you just don't believe in the Bible. But here's the thing. It's conditioned on you being obedient. Now, when Kristen and I started this ministry 100 long episodes ago, one of the things we decided early on was that we were not going to be sellouts. Okay, we're not going to feed you a false doctrine that says God is going to bless you abundantly and you can live however you want. I, I think one of the things that the church has really gotten away from is obedience. All right. And so we want to bring the focus back to obedience. If you think God is going to bless you while you're being disobedient, you are sadly mistaken because then God's reinforcing a bad habit. I remember years ago, I never told Chris this, we had this dog and I remember at dinner, the dog was barking. And so my dad would say, you know, stop barking. And he'd give it a piece of meat to, to get it to be quiet. But then the dog would keep barking and he'd say, stop barking. And he'd keep barking. <laughs> And I said, Dad, do you not understand that what, by giving him the meat, you are reinforcing his barking? All he, all he knows is when he barks, you reward him. Okay, so you're reinforcing the thing you don't want him to do. Well, it's no different when God, with God. He is not going to bless you while you're living a life of sin because then you're going to become comfortable in the sin and you're never going to improve. So he uses it as an incentive. All right. We see this all throughout the Bible. Psalms 84. Yeah, it says. God's going to bless you, but it says, no good thing does he withhold. Okay, that's good. But it's no good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Psalms 1.1, 1, 1, one of my favorite verses. Blessed is the man who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and on it he meditates day and night. Okay, that person will be planted 
like a tree by streams of living waters, which yields fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does prospers. That's great. But again, it's conditioned on you living life the right way. Psalms uh, 37, 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, take delight in the Lord literally means conform your heart to God's heart. Do what God wants you to do. When you delight in the Lord and he delights with you, that means your wills are conformed to one another. Then he will give you the desires of your heart. Proverbs 16, 3 says the same thing. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. 1 Kings 2, 3 says, observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. Okay. And it's not just an Old Testament thing. In Matthew 6, 31, we see Jesus talking and he says, take no thought in saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or how will we be clothed? For your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. But here's the key. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Perhaps actually the the part of the Bible that really expands on this at length is in Deuteronomy, and it says it a couple different places. First, uh, Deuteronomy 8.18 says, Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So remember, it doesn't just mean, oh yeah, God does it. It means it means. Be cognizant of how he wants you to live. And if you have any doubt about that, just a few chapters later in Deuteronomy, God lays out promises for blessings. He says, if you fully obey the Lord and carefully follow all his commands, the Lord will set you high above all the nations on the earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. Kristen and I get that prayer a lot. People asking us, uh, for blessings of the fruit of their womb. And in fact, we have one tonight. We'll pay attention. The crops of your land and your livestock, the calves, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks, your baskets and your kneading, your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come and blessed when you go. The Lord will grant your enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you and will flee from you in seven directions. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns, on everything you put your hand to. This just isn't just blessings in heaven. This is blessings right now. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. He will establish you as his holy people, as he promised, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Then all the people on the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity. There's that word people like to avoid, but there it is. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and in the crops of your ground, in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouses of his bounty, to send rain in your land in seasons to, and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend and you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands, he keeps repeating himself, just in case there's any question. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. And he concludes by saying, do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, the right or the left, following them, uh, following other gods and serving them. Okay, so he gives you 14 verses right there in Deuteron Deuteronomy. If you, follow, if you follow his word and you're obedient, you have 14 verses right there that say he's going to bless you. The problem is you have over 40 that come after that that say, if you don't do this, here are the curses that follow. And I'm not going to get into that. Uh, that's a whole other sermon. The point is this. 
the blessing of the Lord is contingent on obedience. And as Proverbs 10.22 says, the blessing of the Lord brings prosperity and he adds no sorrow to it. So don't let anybody tell you the Bible doesn't talk about prosperity or prosperity gospel is false or anything like that. You can't you can't turn two pages in the Bible without seeing how God wants to prosper you in all things, even as your soul prospers. And prosperity back then means what it means today. And all things means all things. It means yes financially. It means yes in your health. It means yes in your relationship in all things, okay? But it is conditioned upon you being obedient and doing the most with what God gives you. And doing the most means allowing God's glory to flow through you free from sin, okay, which God has cleansed you of, and into other people and throughout the rest of the world. And if you do that, the Bible is very, very clear, despite what naysayers will tell you, the Bible is very clear. If you obey the Lord, if you follow his commands, he will prosper you in all things. So that's my message for you tonight. Right on, right on. All right. Amen and amen. That is good stuff right there. And, you know, it's funny because I think we you hit the nail on the head when you say about prosperity. It's, it's a deeper level and a deeper meaning versus when people just are thinking just momentary material wealth. It includes that, but it's much deeper. And God's, we confuse sometimes the fact that God, yes, his love is unconditional, but the conditions of us getting the blessing and having the partnership with him, those are those are the conditions, just like you said, in order to receive what those blessings are. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sort of like a parent with a child, a parent whose child is on, you know, addicted to drugs or something or alcohol. Does that mean, you know, that that parent loves that child unconditionally, but there are certain boundaries and things and certain things that that child um, may not ha- have the privilege of having at that moment in order, just like you said, in order to, for the, for the child's benefit. So it's the same thing with God. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. And you know, for the people who say, well, that's old Testament stuff. Okay. First of all, it's in the new Testament also. In fact, it's in James where uh, the author says uh, you have not because you ask not, but then he says, and part of your problem, by the way, is when you ask, you're asking for your own benefit and you don't bother mentioning how you're going to benefit other people. OK, uh, I think it's one of the letters, um, uh, one of the Timothy's where uh, it asks that God blesses us so that we can be generous mm-hmm. in all things. OK, that's how it works. Now, for the people who say, well, you know, OK, yeah, the stuff that Jordan's talking about in the Old Testament, that's back then. Hey, the Bible says God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. OK, and forever. So, you know, the God who was blessing people back then hasn't turned off the blessing because he hasn't changed. Okay. God hasn't gone from being uh, generous and, and a, a God who wants to bless us to a God who now wants to withhold from us. In fact, the verse, the first Bible, the first verse we read tonight was he will not withhold from us any good thing if we are obedient. So it, the prosperity gospel is a hundred percent biblical. Absolutely. And whoever says otherwise, uh, just is not reading their Bible or just I think a lot of it, Kristen, is a lot of people don't want to step out on the, uh, on their faith because heaven forbid they pray for someone's prosperity or for someone's healing. OK, and then they don't see the manifestation and then that call they, they have their own crisis of conscience, their own crisis of faith. And they don't know what to do. And so it's very easy for them to have this sort of this minimal idea of what faith is, which is God has saved Jesus has saved me. Someday I'll go to heaven and whatever happens between now and then, you know. It's just going to happen. I mean, right. that's 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 
an easy way of doing it. It's the wrong way of doing it. And you certainly are not going to come into the fullness of, of God's blessings. And you're not going to accomplish what God has you on this earth to accomplish. I'll tell you guys right now, Krista and I pray for massive financial blessings because there are lots of hungry people in the world we want to feed. There are lots of charitable things that we want to do. And I can't do that without money. In fact, Kristen, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, it says, if I get it correctly, wine maketh men laugh and feast maketh men merry, but money answereth all things. And yet we're we're afraid to talk about money in the church. Well, I'm not afraid to talk about it, but you and I, you know, we don't accept it here because I don't want people thinking that's why we're doing it. We're I want to be able to talk about money to so many of these people who are watching us in many impoverished countries, and they need to know that I'm not getting rich off of this, that we're running a net negative. We bring in zero dollars. We spend money to do this. So you guys know we have credibility when we talk about it, and you can trust us and just verify it in the Bible that, yes, God absolutely wants to prosper you financially and in many other ways. That's right. And you let... You, you don't have money mastering you and being, you know, you're not a slave to money. You master it and put it under the lordship yeah. for stewardship of, of that money. And so I think people get confused or like we talk about all the time, false humility or different things. Whereas let's just call it what it is. Let's not say, you know, God uses things. Uh, God wants to give us life abundantly. And that includes all things so that we can be generous in all things. Yep. So all right. awesome. Well, I, that's good. We covered a lot. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> I'm sorry, I took a long time. I apologize. No, no, I loved it. I love it. I love to hear all. Uh, I, you have such uh, wisdom in in those areas, and um, I thought it was great. It's great. By the way, your hair looked extraordinary tonight. You're doing oh. this kind of I don't know curly thing you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you like yeah, it? it? The curly. It's, it's good. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> it's it's prosperity. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, Isaiah fifty five twelve is our verse for tonight, and it says, uh, and this really goes into all we were talking about just now. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills shall break forth into singing, and the trees of their field of the field shall clap their hands. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you for paving the way for your blessings in our lives. God, we have sowed, we have sowed into your kingdom. We have, we have come before you. We have, we have asked you to be with us and to give us wisdom and courage and to prosper us in all things. And God, you have answered our prayers. You have delivered us from all of our fears and you have led us into a time of harvest. Your promises are coming to pass, Lord, right before our eyes. The things that you spoke about many years in the making are materializing. Thank you, Lord, for we honor you. All of nature worships you. Everything that has breath praises the Lord. We look to you for everything we need, God. We lay everything at your feet, knowing that you alone have given us peace. You alone have paved the way for the success that is before us, God. You alone 
have the real deep love and wisdom and joy and peace and wholeness that our soul longs for. Our soul longs for you, God. In a dry and weary land, you've led us, Lord, day by day. What a beautiful journey. What a beautiful name of the Lord. We call upon your name, God. We remember the things you've done for us. And we witness the things you're doing for us now and in the future, God. Oh, Lord, thank you for the breakthrough. Thank you. Where would we be without you, God? Where would we be? You rescued us. You set our feet on solid ground. All other, everything else is sinking sand, Lord, but you put our feet on the solid rock. You will build your church on us. You will bring to pass everything that you've said. God, not one word comes from your mouth that falls to the ground without being answered, Lord, without being completed. Everything, nothing will return to you void, Lord. We honor you. We give you praise as you lead us forth into the amazing blessings you have for our lives, Lord. Open the doors of heaven. Pour down, pour down yourself, God, on us and lead us with joy and singing, Lord, as we honor you with everything we are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.